Everybody, it's Wednesday, and we're in Take the Elevator podcast with Jen the Builder and Corey. And we are so glad you're here with us, listening and just spending time with us. So, today is the middle of not just the week, but my goodness, it's the middle of September. How it's does that happen already? Yeah, how does that happen? It just seems like the days are running into each other. We just decorated for fall, yes. And I'm ashamed to say I enjoyed it so much. We enjoy decorating. Yes. Um, there are pictures, Corey. I don't know if you know this. I put it on our phone app, jenthebuilder.com, mm-hmm. and all the pictures are there. They're so pretty. I just got the new iPhone and it does that Pro Max thing, and it does that amazing thing with pictures. If you don't have it, I yes, suggest you I, get I don't it. have that yet, um, but I do know the work that that phone does. And I have to go look at those pictures because I haven't seen them yet. They're they're nice. That was a lot of fun. We enjoyed our weekend. It was a totally chilled weekend. Just good times. Good music. Great music. We lit up our Scentsy and it smelled like baked goods downstairs, but mm-hmm. nothing baking. All right. We have shout outs today, Corey. We haven't, we haven't done that in a minute. No, we haven't. So I'll start if you don't mind. And I've got a few. First, I want to recognize a lovely friend, Cassandra, who I met at convention for high performance uh, with Brandon Burchard in San Diego. That was so much fun. Corey, she sent us a message on LinkedIn. She says, I listened to your podcast this week and I'm still loving it. That's a good sign. That's a really good sign. I'm so happy to hear that. She says, I really want to go back and re-listen because there are so many little nuggets to process. I love hearing perspectives regarding what is going on in this world. Corey sure has a lot of wisdom to share. I'm looking forward to more episodes. Congrats on getting that up and running. I'll visit your website as well. Anything I can do to support a friend and a mentor. Mm. Good stuff. Yeah, that's another topic is the ability for people to support one another. Mm -hmm. So I'm very grateful for Cassandra's support and thanks for taking the time to send that out to us. I have another one that I want to share if that's okay with you. Roxanne sent me something on LinkedIn as well. She listened to some stories about childhood and she remembered a childhood memory And I'm not going to read it, but I love the detail in which she sent it. It's regarding her wanting to go to Lytle Creek, and she wasn't allowed to go. One day, her dad was like, come on, we're going to go somewhere. And as a little kid, she had no idea where they were going. So they went to a certain area at Lytle Creek. And what her dad did that whole time when he was telling her no, they couldn't go anywhere or whatever, he was making a dam to create a swimming hole that was deep enough for them um, to swim instead of getting their feet wet. Mm. So she felt that even though family, you know, more family joined them later, she really felt that that swimming um, area that her dad built at Lytle Creek was just for her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's, like me and like you, her dad is no longer with us, but it just brought back a really good memory. Yeah. 
So I'm glad that she had that. Uh, today, I want to share two, Corey. My last shout out is to Raina. Raina listened to Phaedra's part one podcast. Okay. She loved the story and she loved it so much that she sent it to her friend who's an attorney who also experienced a setup by the system. That actually did, that struggle with the system actually led him to be a lawyer. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a really cool story. I, I can't wait to hear more about him. His name's Michael. Awesome. I can't wait to hear more about him as yeah. well. So my two shout outs will be first, um, we had an experience uh, this past week and the week before that where we received a package at our door. And we were a little bit worried because we weren't quite sure who this person was sending these packages. And it's always unnerving to receive yeah, something from scary. people you don't know. Right. We opened the package and realized that it was a few things that was related to taking the elevator. And it was a cup. Well, no, first it was a journal. Journal. And that was a little scary because whoever sent this gift to us and we didn't know the person, we saw the return info and that would have meant that this person really got to know me. Right. Yeah. And it had um, very personalized tagging logos mm -hmm. uh, being take the elevator. Right. So like she said, uh, you would have to definitely know her mm -hmm. and us and have a feel of what we are we are into. Right. So then we received another package and that's when the cup came and it oh. had the same. Oh, no. We had a second package and that was stickies again. Very oh personalized yeah. post-its. Very personalized post-its. Yeah. And then the cup came. Yeah. And so at this point, we're we're concerned, but we're not worried. But the more we thought about it, we, we began to ponder what's really going on here. Yeah. And so long story short, we found out that it was uh, Janet Kyrgios. And we just wanted to tell Janet, thank you so much. Because although that was very personal, it was very uplifting and inspirational to yeah. see that type of stuff that we received from her. And, and I, I pause because you don't understand the struggle of trying to accomplish something and not seeing any of the fruit. Up front. But when you see that fruit and you see the people that are behind you and pushing you and giving you the energy to keep going. Yeah. It's, it's rejuvenating and it reminds you what you're doing this for. So that's my first shout out. So can I say something? Uh, just a little more background. So since we've been working from home or I've been, mm -hmm. uh, it's been tough. And, you know, we celebrate our birthdays in a big way. We've said that on the podcast. I just had the birthday August 30th. Janet is someone who's on my team and she's a friend, a dear, dear friend. And she always goes over the top for my birthdays. And it's always like this crazy surprise, right? I walk into the office and she decorates it so phenomenally and I never know what it's going to be. So she knew that I didn't have that this year. And Janet it actually just had her twins and that makes this story so much more special to me right because she's having she's raising these twins and she personalizes these gifts and uses her sister's name so i can continue to be surprised on my birthday yeah How sweet so yes thank you janet for that experience Thanks, janet my second shout out is to you. So if you're hearing my voice, I'm talking to you. Oh, okay. Not, not to Jim. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm talking to you, whoever you are listening mm. to my voice. Be encouraged and just know this. If you have a hope or a dream or something you're aspiring to do, please don't stop. 
Yeah. Don't let this season stop you. Don't mm-hmm. let you stop you. And don't let anyone stop you. This shout out is for you to be inspired, rejuvenated, and to get back up on your horse and complete your dream. Do what it is you're supposed to be doing. Every day, elevate. Every day, elevate. Every day. So, Corey, you you ended that first segment so well. Speaking of support, we heard about struggles and stories that came back to life. We want to do something a little different today. And you and I are really big into looking at quotes and kind of doing true or false. Mm -hmm. Does this make sense? Is it true? If not true, what's false about it? And how can we kind of tweak the quote to make it our own? Mm -hmm. And it's really helped us to be critically thinking And not just buying in to whatever's being sold. Absolutely. So I love this quote that you shared. Do you want to go ahead and share who it is and what it is? Yes, please do. Oh, me. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Frederick Douglass has a quote. If there is no struggle, there is no progress. I am a believer. Totally true. Yeah, I've had enough progress and have been in enough struggles to realize that when there's no struggle, there's there's no movement forward. You may be pushed back. You may stay in the same spot. Mm-hmm. But as far as progress, progressing forward, growing, not so much. You know, I'm I'm inclined to totally agree to that because I'm thinking back to when things are kosher and comfortable. You're not really moving because you're just like, this is cool. This is good. Yeah. I'm happy. They call it growing pains for a reason. Mm-hmm. And most struggles are painful. So we're going to hear Phaedra in a few minutes, and we're going to hear about how her struggle has actually given her uh, the motivation, the passion behind her purpose. We wanted, or I want, to just do one more thing and just kind of put a plug in. You know, we talked about our autumn pictures for the decor in the house being on our phone app for jenthebuilder.com. We just want to really encourage you to visit the website. There's a lot of good things happening in that forum. And Corey, I just attached our first video on the website. That was nice. So we did a Facebook Live, guys. If you are not my Facebook friend, it's uh, Jen the Builder at Gmail. Corey's band, The Shameless Band, Mm -hmm. did a Facebook Live event with me when we ended uh, We or Women Elevated Everywhere. And so I put a little snippet of the video and that's fun. So that's on there. Um, along with that, we're also building up our YouTube channel. Again, that's Jen the Builder. And so you'll see those videos there. We're just kind of growing, expanding a little bit and seeing seeing how that works for us. Yes. And I thought I would never be the one to say this, but please like and subscribe. <laughs> right. I used to be like, like, comment, subscribe. Why do they always say that? But yes. Please do. Please like, comment, subscribe. Thank you. Every day, elevate. Every day, elevate. Every day. So my my takeaways, and I kind of forewarned Phaedra where how you and I are very different, Corey. So Phaedra, some of the things that I heard about you or what you shared. I mean, you're just a woman full of purpose. 
And that excites me. And I I just wanted to get some input from you. At what age, when did you know what happened in in your life that lets you know this is the path I'm going? This is is my purpose in life. I think the reality of like growing up, one, my mom was a waitress Mm -hmm. and growing up poor and a single mom and a kind of violent household. I think the thing that I realized is that I, um, you know, like there's a physical feeling, right, of poverty and we those of us who live in it, like, you know, yeah. you're different. I think I was really lucky that I was smart. So I'd be like in these classes, but it was like, I was like the not cool kid because I didn't grow <laughs> up with all of them. I didn't right. have tutors. My mom was broke. I was late for school. You know, like, right, was, like right. we were on two stamps. We, you know, I had free lunch at school, which I almost had. And so I think it was that I felt different. Mm. And I think all of my work is fundamentally about kids not having to feel different and moms not having to have shame for being poor. Right. And right. so it's really, that's what it was for me is I just, all of the worst parts of being a poor kid in a violent environment, I just want that not for other kids. Yeah. And so all of my stuff is like, how does a mom have dignity that she doesn't have money? Because it's like we create environments where it's shameful to be poor. Yeah. And we should acknowledge we have a system that keeps people poor. And so yeah. if you have a system that keeps people poor, then we can't shame people for operating in that system. And so I think it's just growing up. Um, poor and feeling different and ashamed mm-hmm. and whether I was using food stamps at the grocery store and people would look at me funny or make comments or it's, you know, growing up in an environment that I knew that I was fundamentally people weren't allowed to come to my house because we lived in the bad area of town. Mm. That's what I think. I just want that. I don't want anyone have that shame. And I hear what you're saying. Um, people who are new to my life, when I share this story, Phaedra, honestly, they look at me like, yeah, right. But, you know, I've had my moments, single mom. I didn't experience mm-hmm. that so much as a child because we had such a wonderful support system with my mom's family. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a time where if we talk about Kayla and I and the kids, and we just had a spell for a moment. And I think one of our lowest points, and I, I remember it so vividly, Kayla would go with me and we went to food banks. And you want to talk about an embarrassing system. What happens here is they give you expired food, honestly. And so that experience, this is what I, and it hasn't happened yet. And I really believe it will. That when that time comes and I'm able to bless at that level, anyone who is in need of food is never going to feel less than and you're definitely not going to get expired food. So here's where resilience started to kick in for the kids and I. I would literally take that food home and we created a game. In those circumstances, you learn to be creative. So we took out the food that just didn't look right. And then we looked at the food like, okay, we need to use this today. Okay, that's good for tomorrow. But Phaedra, I promise you this, the dishes we created, I think were that was some of our best cooking because, you know, we made the best out of a really bad situation. So I hear what you're saying. And I think too, that's what's motivated me that people don't have to experience that. When you just go through life like that, you know what that feels like. And so, you know, my purpose, I've always said, is people, and that's placing everyone on positive levels every day, whatever that looks like. So I really dig that that is your purpose in life, and it shows. I'm glad that you are living to your potential and your purpose. Oh, thank you. I'm glad to hear your story, too, because I think what I'm so excited about what you and Corey are doing is, like, you're manifesting the life that you want Mm -hmm. and the purpose you have. And so I'm really grateful to get to be a part of it. One of the things, too, that you mentioned, so 
I don't know if you know this about me, but a lot of my background is case management for patients. So people who are like chronically ill and things like that. So in the system, health plans, health um, care organizations, they get paid as well, like per member per month, kind of like the payment system you were talking about. And it's kind of a setup because the more sick you are, the more money people make off of you. And so part of case management then is preventive care. How do we keep you from getting chronically ill? How do we make sure you go to your doctor's appointment? So now you see health plan organizations doing transportation and things of that nature. Yeah, totally. Uh, honor is home care. So, like, a lot of plans started investing in home care mm-hmm. just to do things to keep people out of the hospital. Right. And if you look at the history of healthcare, originally it was, you know, the the people got tended to at their homes because that was a place to heal. Hospitals were actually set up for the poor people. So I'm wondering, Phaedra, are you ever, do you think you're going to get into other businesses or other organizations that might have to do with more of that preventive? How do we keep them? Because you had said that they can stay out and get into something better. What is that something better? Um, for us, it's things like, I'll give you an example of like, it might be, you know, our better is right now focused on keeping people out of jail and the criminal justice product or keeping people out of the system. So it might be you have a parking ticket, either we try to get it forgiven or we put you on a payment plan. Mm -hmm. We try to stop her from being shut off, like in Kentucky, we're just going to Kentucky. So for us, it's really, like if I thought about I think government is such a huge institution that's supposed to work for the people, Mm -hmm. and we're spending our resources to try to make it work in the way we think it was intended. So that's my, I don't think, I think our company is amazing, but it's better if we make government work. Like my goal is not just to make our company work. My goal is to use our company as a leverage for government. Yes. Because that's a third of the economy. That's awesome. So to the extent that we can make that work better, that's yeah. really I love that because you're going deeper into root cause and really fixing the the issues that are causing these things. Some other things that I took away from your interview with Corey, first of all, I just love to listen. And so I wrote some things down. And I love how a few times there you said yeah, it's it was a good thing that I'm smart. And so I love your confidence. And, you know, I always whenever I talk to women, man, confidence is so key. And just owning that there's no it just is like you, you recognize your gifts. Unapologetic. Yeah. Unapologetic. <laughs> That's the way to be. Aww. And then you mentioned something earlier about you had to you realized your own prejudices. And that I think is key, especially when you're trying to help people. We have to be very self-aware of what our own thoughts are and our own beliefs are on everything. Yeah, what no, I think that's right. But I think, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. What did you learn about your own prejudices? What did I learn about my own? That's such a great question. Because all of us have experienced kind of negative uh, men, mostly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> if you've ever violence or abuse in the home. Right. Like I just had like anyone who does anything against children or women, like I'm done. Like I was oh, just, like, got I just you. like that was like and so like I had this like I just thought women were always right and men were always wrong. Mm. And and I think that's a child's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. And so one is that was just one of my prejudices. And so like even on playing a child support I would have been like women should always get it. Men should always you know like I would have I just had a different perspective. Right. I had the perspective of a child in a home. Mm-hmm. And as I've gotten older, I see things like Corey's example, and I see more of the gray and more of the reality that sometimes the system doesn't work for both parties. So one big prejudice I have is, like, women are always right. <laughs> you just, <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> you're just like, women are always right. And so 
I think, and I just thought, like, anyone who does something wrong to a, a child or a woman, like, he just, that's, like, not worth, you know, like, that's a challenge. And so I think mm-hmm. that was one of my prejudices. Um, I also think, like, I had the, uh, a prejudice, which is I thought the system was fundamentally trying to do good, which is, mm-hmm. I just assume, like, when, until someone said to me, like, we don't care, like, I didn't think that was possible. I didn't think there really were people who thought, like, we wow. really did <laughs> like a horror movie where people would be like, we want more people in jail. Like, I didn't think people really were that. Right. So having to realize that that is people, that's been really uh, new for me. And so mm-hmm. I think those are prejudice, you know, in different ways that I had about the system. I think, Vachel, when we met you, I think we met you when you thought women were always right. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Right? Yeah, I remember. I'm always, like, I'm always like, I mean, I think that's probably why got along because I was like wait what no I'm the Jeremy's always right like 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 it's like <laughs> and even with the kids I'm like oh no your mom she's a, yeah of course she's brilliant like no you need to mm-hmm. not that they ever have said anything bad about you but just like in terms of like whatever the world is I'm right like, right they're good kids your mama did that and I'm glad that um, we've got you and Chris, of course. So we mentioned Chris before, and I, I love to see the relationship that Corey and Chris have built because we right. had our challenges, oh, and right. yeah, and Corey kept. Chris and I in line a lot of the time and you and I, you know, I don't think we didn't really talk then or, or I don't think yeah. you were back in the picture then, but Corey had to play mediator a lot. And it's those moments that I just hold on to because without those experiences, like it, it wouldn't make us who we are today. And I just always think back because, you know, Kayla and John just celebrated their anniversary. And let me tell you, Vedra, I told Kayla, I told Kayla, I said, I wish I was as calm and and collect as as you were. Because remember, the sound wasn't working. I'm like, we paid this guy this money and he can't even get it together. And you just you just went over there and you just fixed it. And that's the confidence in Phaedra. <laughs> no, Michaela is just so amazing and good. I think we all wish, we, you know, like, I feel like I'm the, the bad Oh, whatever. Like, no, I just mean, like, I'm like, don't you want to go do a little something wild? Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Not, you know, <laughs> nothing ever, like, harmful to her. But right. I'm always like, we can just limit a little. Come on, Michaela. And she's always like, again, I'm on this path. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> like, don't you want to go travel by yourself for a year? Like, I'm like, nothing bad. But I'm always like, and she's like, this is the path. I love, you know. And I'm always like, okay, got it. Right. This is what maturity looks like. <laughs> well, I, what one quick story. I think she 21 and I said, you don't want to let's go to Vegas. Like, let's have one drink. Um, right. But no, even with me. And I didn't feel guilty for saying that. And honest to God, in high school, when she went to her dances because she went to homecoming, she got home at like 11 at night. I'm like, what are you doing? And then when she went to prom, I said, you are not. And true story, I said, you are not allowed to come home till at least three in the morning. So <laughs> her and her friends. I friend, think she probably went to her friends and like slept for a couple hours. Girl, they <laughs> sat in Denny's and just talked. Right. That's what I was like. I'd be like, go have some fun. And she'd be like, okay, but now I just stay out for a couple hours. Yeah. And I, I don't know how that comes for me because I was a wild child. But, you know, I think like with you, Phaedra, my, my lessons from you and just who you are is you are such a genuine soul and you love people and you want to see people do better and live better. I think that is a huge driving force and very powerful. And and I know Kayla has that. I sure have that. And it's just great to be in your company and have you as family. Oh, me too. I think we got lucky, right? We're lucky that I'm lucky with you and Corey because Lord knows 
um, I get to just be supportive instead of like doing the work. You all have done the work. I think Christian and you and Corey are like, you are all amazing. So I feel lucky to get to like come in at the supportive role, like at the dessert place, which is like the best place. It's like, oh, I'm here. All the work is done. I just get to eat strawberries with cream. <laughs> thank you so much. Really yeah. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. You know, Pedro, I'm going to have you back. You know that this is not a one and done, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. You tell me. Whenever I can be, you know, let me know. It's much easier because we no longer are being evacuated or moving. Right. And congrats on the move. Corey, did you want to say anything? <laughs> All right, Phaedra, thank you so much for spending time with us. We love you. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Well, what a wonderful wrap up to a two part series with Phaedra Ellis Lampkins. And Jen, I got to say this I wasn't expecting such candidness and such great conversation just between two women. So that was very enjoyable, and, and I, I truly look forward to listening back to this particular podcast myself. And yes, we do listen back to our podcast just because we really want to get better at what we do and how we do it. So what's your takeaway from this? Man, Gray, there, there's a few things. You know, the history. I mean, it would take a while to talk about our story and to go years later. So literally, like 27 years later, here's Phaedra and I, uh, we just have good conversation, a good relationship. And I think it just goes back to a few things for me. No struggle, no progress. There was definitely a struggle there. And for her and I to come together and do what's right for ourselves, for our family and our loved ones just really speaks volumes on its own. Um, So there's that piece. And just her resilience and how much she's done for the community and the humility that she has in all of that. There's so much that I want to learn from her that I, you know, I can learn from her. And last but not least, we touched on it earlier, just about being um, supportive to people um, and recognizing their gifts, their, their abilities and, and encouraging them. Right. And, you know, that's missing. I think there's a lot of this, uh, like, hate or jealousy when someone's doing their thing. And those are moments where we should be celebrating. So I'm thankful that we are able to celebrate with Phaedra and she celebrates with us. Absolutely. And so on that note, as you always say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day.